0: Hello, and welcome to the When Wrestlers Act podcast. I'm John Cronshaw, and I'm joined, as ever, by my good friend Colin Cox. How you doing, Colin? Hello, John. Are you still going to keep this gimmick up? <laughs> Why this, not? Is this your thing? Is it now? Right. So we've just watched series three, episode I'm very one. Very well, thank you. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> series three, episode one of the Cleveland show, an episode called BFFs. Is
1: BFFs. Yeah.
0: yeah. This was terrible. It really was. This was really bad. We've watched things in the past, which have been awful, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm convinced this is this is as bad as that episode of Weird Science we watched.
1: Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, when it comes to Seth MacFarlane cartoons, I've seen Family Guy, I've seen American Dad, and I don't particularly like any of them. I'm more of a Futurama person, a Bob Sperger's person, that sort of thing, but
0: I oh, like shows with storylines and yeah yeah plot structures and well
1: if you want to push the boat out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Co- this was consistent characters and yeah. this was fucking awful. <laughs> I yeah. tried to hold back then, but it was terrible. Yeah, no, it was it was terrible. It was terrible from the get go, to be honest, because the theme music is dreadful. It starts off. I mean, this is the third series, maybe the. Theme music changes from series to series, I don't know. But it was so kind of self-aware and self-referential in its opening. Okay, I understand that it's a spin-off, but you kind of got to do a spin-off on its own kind of terms, if you know what I mean. Well, let's take Frasier, for example. Yeah.
1: That's probably the most successful spin-off of any spin-off. And how many times does that ever go back to Cheers? Yeah. Maybe... It, there's like 250 episodes of Frasier and I think Cheers occurs maybe five or six times,
0: which is fine. So it's, it's making a nod, you know, but it's not making it. This is the inferior version mm. of this cartoon, which yep. is what this was doing all the way through. It was <laughs> going, yeah, if this was Family Guy, it'd be better. Or Yeah. Oh, So you've been cancelled already. You know, all the, all the way through, there were these kind of jokes about the Cleveland show being crap. Which, yeah, I mean, at least it kind of lives up to its own hype. So, episode opens up, and you've got um, Cleveland and his generic buddies in a bar. Yep. Because it's a Seth MacFarlane thing, there's got to be a generic
1: talking animal.
0: Yeah, but it's a talking animal that's kind of a bit like Peter Griffin in the way it looks. It's got the same shape. Don't know if you noticed that. Uh, same
1: clothes? Yeah, I thought it was just because they couldn't draw very well. Yeah,
0: so there's a bear. They just use the same templates. Basically, talking. But it's fine, it's just like, yeah, it's a talking bear. That's funny. Yeah, yes it is. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. So they're, they're having this conversation. They're doing what I think are meant to be jokes. They're not very good. And it ends up that Peter Griffin, the uh, main guy off of The Family Guy, was in Town. Oh, that's where he's from. Yeah yeah, family guy, Peter Griffin, the uh, Peter Griffin off family guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was he he'd been in town. You see, they kept that a bit quiet, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And um Cleveland didn't know. And he was he was kind of oh, why why didn't Peter come and see me? It ends up later on as well, we find out that Peter w- had been responsible for Cleveland's wife's death and Cleveland is like why? Why doesn't this guy want to see me? It's like, why do you want to see him? That's a more pertinent question for me. But there we go. Yes,
1: I mean, um, how responsible was he? I don't know because I've not seen this, and I really can't bothered looking into it. But was he that responsible, or was it a um, responsible in the way that um, that Homer Simpson was responsible for Ned Flanders' wife's death by ducking out the way of a flying T-shirt?
0: Yeah. So it cuts to Cleveland's new family. He's got a different family. There's a little kid with an afro called Rilo, and he's very cool. And uh, he's, he's reading this letter that's come through him, and he's going, Mm-hmm, 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 I can't read. That was hilarious. And it ends up that he's got a letter from his old nursery, his old daycare place, to go back and visit for some kind of thing. Graduation, they said. Yeah. So, yeah, so this sets up uh, going back to Rhode Island, which is, where is it, Cohog, Quahog. Quahog, yes. Quahog, I don't know. Cohog, I believe it's
1: pronounced.
0: There's no continuity in the time on this at all, because then after this being the post-coming, uh, I think it's breakfast time, Yeah. it then cuts to um, the wife and Cleveland in bed, in the evening, and he's calling Peter.
1: you. your post only came 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And it's, um, for the magic of radio, it's sometime that's not the time you think
0: it is. <laughs> yeah. So the, um, he he calls Peter up, and it, his kind of answer phone message... Oh, God. ...is the surfing bird song... As sung by, by Peter. ...from an episode of Family Guy. So that's good. Oh, because Family Guy, yeah.
1: It, it was in that episode of Family Guy, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, so that's funny, because it makes reference to that episode of Family Guy, so mm. that's good. Yeah, he leaves a message and just says, oh, I didn't see you, you didn't answer my tweets, you didn't answer my pokes, you didn't answer my texts, you didn't answer my calls. Would you tweet slash poke slash message me slash... Yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. So that was good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... At this point I was bored, then it gets to this voice message and I'm just thinking it really is just um, a bad episode of Family Guy. They've tried to make a bad episode of Family Guy and guess what? They've succeeded.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So this is where they have a um, 80s movie star montage where Cleveland realises that he wants to get Peter back and it shows clips of him and Peter doing things like running races together. And playing 80s music, Mm. montage music, I think you'd describe it as. And um, Peter giving um,
1: Cleveland that braided hairdo that black people sometimes have. Yeah, the two pack
0: type one. Yeah, yeah. Um, So brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was was something, (laughs) wasn't it? it Certainly took up time on a TV show. (laughs)
1: you remember that episode of Dark Place? Um, Gareth Gathmore Marengis' Dark Place, when they said that they were running a bit behind so they did everything in
0: slow motion. <laughs> did loads of slow motion bits <laughs> to take up time. Yeah, it felt like that, <laughs> didn't it? You know, you can tell when I'm getting bored in an episode when I check how long left. And I think we were at 12 minutes before yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is <laughs> taking forever. It cuts to the daycare place yeah. in Quahog. So big, big plot holes there, mm-hmm. just... They're there and um, they're doing the kind of competitive mother thing. So there was one that made
1: me laugh when, for no reason, she just said, "I don't even own a TV." Yeah, that, that bit I thought was quite funny because that's that is the extent that people go to try and out intelligent each other.
0: Yeah. So they were talking about this idea of, "Oh uh, well, my son can speak Italian. My son has been to a quality training." My son can do equality sculptures. And then it ends up that there's this thing called the quiz bowl.
1: Your son's three, John. He can make dinosaur noises. That's true. And um, He can name dinosaurs. He can name dinosaurs and he can sing um, that song from Alan Partridge. Yeah.
0: He can, he can recognise Tyrannosaurus, Tyrannosaurus Rex, Triceratops.
1: Yeah. He knows that an aeroplane goes to the airport this is true and um, for some reason the little thixical thinks that helicopters go to the airport Yeah, teaching him badly there John
0: well no I think he's just he's just come up with that himself mm-hmm. I don't want to correct him <laughs> at this point Cleveland arrives at Peter's house yeah knocks on the door and Stewie and Brian and Peter are hiding behind the door and you could hear them and they're going oh no Peter's not in
1: well, at first, what happens is he knocks on the door, and um Peter, not Peter, Brian and Stuart are talking. Stuart? I'm, I'm very formal, aren't <laughs> I? <I'm> Stuart's <laughs> griffing. And they're talking. Who is it? Oh, it's some black guy. Oh, we don't want to buy any candy bars. Is that some sort of
0: reference? Probably, yeah, like being racist or something. Sounds racist to me.
1: Mm. But they don't want to buy any candy bars, thank you. And whatever that means.
0: Yeah.
1: And then um, Peter sneaks out and Cleveland collars him and Peter, at that point, just gives it to him straight. So, you know, the one honest thing that happens in the episode, mm. Peter giving it to him straight, saying we're neighbours and drinking buddies and that was it. Yeah. So we weren't really friends. No. It's Fair enough, at least it was honest.
0: Yeah. And then Peter runs Cleveland over. Yeah. While well, he's reversing off his drive,
1: because he had it in the wrong gear,
0: he had it in reverse gear, uh, forward
1: gear rather than reverse gear. Yeah, and he just said uh, when he had Cleveland on his bonnet, he just told him to let like, go and have a bit of dignity. But it was his fault, so that was half funny.
0: So blah 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 blah. So, yeah,
1: that that sums up the episode.
0: Good yeah. night. <laughs> um, so. So, Cleveland, completely unharmed in the next scene, is back drinking with his new drinking buddies.
1: Yeah, there's one who's got little legs, so, you know, I think he's supposed to be a bit like Joe or something.
0: Oh, right, I didn't notice
1: that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just guessing.
0: Uh... Yeah, so they are drinking, and Cleveland is sad about Peter not being his friend. Why would you be sad that Peter's not your friend? He's a wanker. I don't know. He's just a horrible, horrible human being. He really is. Cleveland decides he needs to bond with his new friends. Yeah. And they look at male bonding on the internet. And um, they show the, what is it, the friendship camp sponsored by the nature boy Ric Flair. Yeah. Now this, this was good. Yeah, it was. Ric Flair is good. That, and, uh, that's a newsflash for you. People. <laughs> who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Ric Flair would be good at anything. There are three things that he knows well.
1: I can remember two of them. There it was, was just their divorce, divorce, friendship, no, di- a...
0: divorce, wrestling. Oh yeah, and, div- and long-lasting male <laughs> friendships. So that, that was that was a good line. He said, "We were lot."
1: Did you ever hear about that um, thing that he was in with um, Rowdy Roddy Piper about a year ago? Did one of those um, wife swap programs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just sounded really awkward.
0: Really sad, the whole thing, yeah. For some reason, Ric Flair is also in the room with Cleveland and comes in and says woo a lot. (laughs) Even saying it without his mouth moving. Where did he come from? I don't know. He was just there. That was the peak of the episode, to be honest. I think it kind of went a bit downhill from there. Well, this episode was
1: just saved with any scene that had Ric Flair in it, Yeah, she's like quite a lot of episodes of TNA. (laughs) So then they go to the camp and um, they're talking about all the male bonding and stuff. And there's this great bit where in order to put a canoe in the water, Ric Flair gives it a vertical suplex into the water. I like that bit. The canoe. And then he said, uh, yeah, now it's time to get in your
0: canoe. More of a woo, though, wasn't it? Because no, no, he no, no, did. I know, I, know we, I know we did that, but it was sounding more like the way he does his woo tones than we could possibly, <laughs> possibly do. <laughs> so they get in their canoes,
1: and then, for some reason, it all got a bit wacky, and I was just thinking this really sums everything up when they're doing wacky things that involve smashing canoes because Cleveland, acts, for some reason, thinks that... Waterfowl carry lice, was it? Geese have lice, yeah. Geese have lice, so he tries to spray it with goose repellent and has the bottle the wrong way, he sprays his eyes, smashes everyone's canoes,
0: and then they all fall down a waterfall. Because when you go on a canoe in a cartoon, you have to be on the river that's going mm, towards a waterfall. Just. What the fuck?
1: It's. No, John. <laughs> I'm not going to have a meltdown, but. What on earth was going on? What? I don't know. I watched it. I watched it quite carefully. And it was just shit. And then they get caught by... um, Because they're all wearing their um, lovely blonde Ric Flair wigs, which are um, Ric Flair early 1990s wigs. Mm. So all long and flowing, beautiful blonde hair. Well... They get caught by a load of um, hillbilly male rapists.
0: Yeah, it's basically like Deliverance, isn't it? But without the humour, and they get tied up and essentially threatened with rape. And it's yeah. funny because rape's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, dip- sure it is. So um, that was that was that. Yeah, it's hilarious actually, yeah.
1: especially if you put some um, Benny Hill yakety sax music over it as well. Yeah.
0: There's a thing with. The kid, Rilo, getting a tutor. Yeah. And then he ends up teaching the tutor poker. That's funny.
1: Yeah, and um, he gives him his money. And, yeah, I mean, no, it was just shit again. And competitive mothers say say how bad gambling is. And,
0: well, you know,
1: if you say so, I think gambling's a great thing if you're good
0: at it. So, at this point, Cleveland... He escapes from the rednecks and goes and gets a massage with Ric Flair. Yeah. And then he comes back and he's all nice and soft. Yeah. Ric Flair tells him to go and save his friends. Yeah. And so the Rednecks like the fact that he's nice and soft. Yeah. Don't I don't understand why. Why what was the with the massage thing? What was Probably the oil. No, but like what was the oh. point in that whole scene?
1: Um I think it was just trying to be a bit like the nature boy, the sort of thing that he might do. Right. Seeing as um, he was getting his massage with Ric Flair.
0: Still don't get it. So he goes back to save his friends, and then he's in there, and the rednecks turn up with guns. Yeah. So he's screwed. Not, not yet. He's not. No. But he was about to be.
1: Yeah.
0: And they made lots of rape jokes, so that's, yeah, that's yeah. always funny if that's. That's the type of thing that you're into, you know. Um, it then cuts to Quiz Bowl, which is basically a quiz asking obscure questions to five to seven-year-old children. But this um, child of Cleveland
1: is three, so why on earth would he be able to answer?
0: And he doesn't. And then he goes, "Oh well, he does this big speech about how he knows he knows how to do a martini, hmm. and he knows how to do this. He knows not to buy property change in how to change his wheel." Yeah. Um, Mm, Great. And then him and his mum walk out, and it's like, that's the end of that story arc. Brilliant. So, lesson learned. What was the lesson? Um, Not to watch the fucking Cleveland show. (laughs) That's that's the lesson. Jesus. Um, And then, like a deus ex machina, Peter Griffin turns up with an evil monkey.
1: Yes, because the evil monkey was also in Family Guy. Yeah. To come in. And you know, it did that thing where it looks at people, looks angry and points.
0: So it came in and they beat up the rednecks. Yeah. And then they're going, you see, this is this is why Family Guy's better because we we would have shown the rape and then done a show tune about it. Mmm. Yeah.
1: But then Peter admits that okay, we are friends after all as well.
0: Yeah.
1: No, John, that was shit also. It was yeah. And that was the end of the episode. I can't even enthusiastically say how bad it was. It was that bad. I'm... The chart is coming straight out for this one. <laughs> I'm giving this one... It's going to be um, both a one and a seven. You
0: know what? I was going to say exactly the same Because thing. <laughs> what's
1: happening is you're forcing and you're forcing and you're forcing so hard yeah. that a couple of little pellets come out and then suddenly you're forcing so hard that all this shitty water comes out afterwards. Yeah. It was so
0: fucking awful. I was going to conclude the same thing. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. I'm glad, I'm glad we can do that. So, you know, don't go and watch this, oh, anyone. It's, it is literally the worst. It's like, okay, weird science when we watched that and that bloody episode of uh, Boy Meets World were bad. Yeah. But this, I don't know. It's like Seth MacFarlane's stuff has got a lot of fans. A lot of people like this stuff. And I just don't get it. It's like Family Guy, the first couple of series, I think, where they had storylines and lessons and plots and, you know. Well, I don't know. I mean,
1: I can sum up any episode of um, the first two series of Family Guy. What's going to happen is Peter with um, Brian will do something stupid, maybe with one of his friends along the way. He'll learn a lesson, the end. Nearly
0: lose Lois at the end It's a storyline It is a storyline story entire, entire first, have, have second plot points They'll learn something They'll change as a character hopefully by the end you know? Yeah,
1: he'll nearly break up his marriage Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah There's, there's tension there's, there's conflict Great! That's great, you know it, it can be generic and formulaic But at least it's a fucking story This wasn't a story This was just stuff happening Stuff happening isn't a story Yeah Do you know what I mean? And even
1: Ric Flair couldn't save it. No. Which is a shame, because... Hey, he did his best. He did his best, (laughs) and he was in this episode. A lot of these cameos are usually really lame, and this one was no different, but he did a good job with it.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not just saying that because it's Ric Flair. He did a damn good job of being Ric Flair.
0: So, I mean, just just to go back to the plot of this... There was a plot? Yeah, Cleveland's plot was basically his friend ignored him, he got in touch with his friend who continued to ignore him, he got some new friends, his old friend who ignored him turned back up and then they're friends. Yeah. That's not a story, that's just rubbish. The subplot was there's a kid who...
1: It's a bit of a tearaway.
0: Yeah, there's other kids who are clever. He tries, well, his mum tries to get him to go on to a thing... He doesn't want to be on this thing the end he tries anyway fails it miserably the end that's it there's no it's not a plot it's it's rubbish
1: it is rubbish or garbage to our American listeners
0: yeah it's a terrible like the right the writing on this was just awful yeah like oh, I don't like the dialogue all all of the conversations were just well, so phony on I every mean level. one thing
1: that'll say I don't know how much it means but um You asked me to look up the name of this episode before we started recording and I got on the Wikipedia. I noticed it wasn't actually written by Seth MacFarlane. I think he created the whole series, but it wasn't written by him. But I think it was written by somebody who thought, what will Seth like? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. But it was either way, it was just utter trash. And I think this eclipses weird science.
0: Because at least weird science was based on a trashy film to start with. It might be trashy, but it had the lovely killer Brock <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Have you got anything you want to add? Because I'm I'm out of energy. Yeah,
1: I've I've expended it all on this one. So
0: no. That's a you know a one and a seven. That's not good at the doctors. That's,
1: that really is. Um, that really is. You know, tube camera up the bum time. <laughs> Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> that
0: was no it's... brutal, brutal. Right. Well, we're on the Twitter. It's at wwa podcast. We're on the Facebook, facebook dot com slash wwa podcast. Like our Facebook page. Share the links. Spread the word about the show. I think um, I think
1: we're getting quite popular now. I think we've got as many listeners as um, Raw's got viewers.
0: Ooh. Hey. Burn. <laughs> So are we on Diminishing Returns then? Yeah. Every episode. <laughs> it's going to be the lowest in history. Yeah. Right. Cool. Okay. Well, on that. Cheerio. Hmm.
1: That's all I can say.
0: Just, Just mm. say bye. Have some manners. Oh, sorry. Goodbye. <laughs> that was a... Oh.
1: Oh. I could rant about that programme forever, but I am running out of energy to do... <laughs>